Hi, my name is Jeff Pagano and welcome to the Harpen on Rugby preview show. Joining me to look ahead to Saturday's match over in Normandy is someone earning his 39th Harpen cap. Welcome back to Mr. Neil Kigo Keegan. And he's still How over there. I'm still over here. How are you guys? Uh, I am the oh. coldest man in the world. Um, so yeah, I've still got my dressing gown on. I slipped more times uh, this morning walking the kids to school. I think I'm going to end up on the news this evening, but I hope everyone is well. Right. So listen, before we get to the previewing um, on our main pod after the Ulster game, we harped on the Kean Healy red card quite a bit and we presume we were done with it, but there were more developments during the week. What did you make of it all? Yeah. I, so you and I had a chat about after the game and upon first viewing, not being able to hear the ref uh, and with the speed of the game, it looked like level challenge. It was just one of these things. I thought it was a yellow, but you were adamant it was a straight red. So I went back, watched it again and you kind of go, right, listening to the referee, it's a red and you can't really argue. Uh, I don't think, I don't even think King Keen Healy could argue. And I thought, okay, you're relatively clean player, all that sort of stuff. It's a, what is it? Three weeks or whatever that, Whatever that number is, that's it. We've we've got to navigate that. Um, but there's been a lot of disciplinary issues in terms of holding up red cards or letting them go in the last while. Look at Dupont the other week, um, and they've 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 rescinded the card. They've said he's free to play now. You know, putting my blue underpants back on, I'm delighted. But um, it's not it's not the way we want to send this forward. It's if it's a red on the pitch, it's a red on the pitch outside of something silly. Personally, I thought it was a yellow first, watching it again, it's a red. And look, hands up, can't really argue. Mm, yeah, because, um, I mean, we, we like, I gave my opinion on it already on the walk. I, th I thought, according to the guidelines, according to what they're trying to do, um, the reason they're doing this, and, and it's not about intent, it's about your uh, your. Uh, the technique in tackling they're trying to get people to their first instinct to go lower and that's that's the whole uh, element here so i've said all that but uh, the extra element to this as you said is that the referee's already made the decision and he didn't just make the decision he did it really well on the pitch and you could tell that he was giving his account of the match but going by what he had been told he was going out of his way to say, yeah. listen, these are the steps I've been told and going by these steps, this is how I'm doing it. He went to all that trouble to go to his home only for it to be taken out from under him a few days later. You, it would have to be something really so obviously clear cut, you think, to, to overtake, uh, to overturn what the decision he yeah. made. That's, that's what surprised me more than anything else. And it just, it kind of makes a mockery. I mean, they do a lot of talking when they, um, when they give these decisions, you feel like in the future, if someone, someone a bit more sarcastic might go, listen, uh, I think the guidelines say red, but I'm afraid they're just going to overturn me anyway and make me look like an agent. So I'm just going to give them a yellow just to be on the safe side. That's basically with the translation of what they'll be saying on the pitch they, they, if, they're, if they're not going to be backed up. Anyway, know. listen, let's move on to the actual rugby now. Um, as you can see, this week's feature Harpen match is a Racing 92. I've been practicing that versus well Leinster. Uh, it's in round one of the Heineken Champions Cup. It's taking place at the Stade Océan in Le Havre on uh, Saturday, December 10th, kicking off at 1 p.m. The, the dreaded lunchtime kickoff. It's being shown on BT Sport 2. Uh, Leinster named their matchday squad at lunchtime on Friday. So why don't we get to harp it on it, starting with the back line. And uh, at uh, fullback, we've got Hugo Keenan. They... The wingers are uh, James Lowe and Jimmy O'Brien. The centers are Charlie Natai, Gary Ringos, who's the captain, and the halfbacks are Jemison Gibson Park and Ross Byrne. Yeah, look, outside of the injuries, I think it's the best we, we could do. It's good to see Keenan back. Good to see Lowe back. I thought he was 
He was pretty good. Uh, as as we said afterwards last week, Ring Rose is worth twice the price of admission. Uh, and as our captain, it's great. Charlie coming back after his was it shoulder or something like that. Um, they're showing good faith in him, playing him in a big game. So there's obviously something happening that we've been speaking about over the weeks where the penny is dropping and he's going to he's gonna be there ready to rock, but he's got the captain right there to speak to. The captain also is keeping an eye on the wing outside, as we saw uh, in the RDS last week. Um, I just think, I was, as I said to you before we started, I was hanging on to last week, the joy of it, the, the way we came back, all that sort of stuff that you've already covered. Um, and the general crack in volume, I was holding on to that until uh, kind of yesterday evening when, when we were starting to build up to this. Teams come out. I'm I'm happy with the squad. I'm happy with the backs. Um, but I'm a little bit worried. Um, you know, the, if you look at the, we'll talk about it at the end, but like they've got Raskin more games in the boots, only three more games, but uh, they've got more time together, all that sort of stuff. We need people like Lowe to come in and continue the form. We need Charlie to really step up. This is a big game for him. That midfield he's up against, this is a big test. And so he's got to, he's got to really listen to his captain, but he's also got to do a, do a job. Um, I have faith in him, but maybe it's the cold getting to me. It's, I'm positively not as positive as I was last week. Yeah, it's true. I mean, we like we do have like everyone acknowledges we have a real star-studded squad. Um, but uh, you, I mean, you take the names uh, Johnny Sexton and Ty Furlong out of any lineup, and it's going to make you wonder. As um, and, but in terms of like you know, um, I think Gary Ringrose really stepped up in terms of leadership last weekend. I mean, they, he's he showed so much ability, so much ability just to get get himself out of any situation and and produce exactly what's needed in that moment. I mean, I, I wouldn't put him past putting his hand to a tight head prop at some stage. He's, he's that good, you know. And as for Charlie, you know, this is almost a good game for him because uh, he's come out of the top 14. He's played wrestling before. He knows these kind of occasions. He's no stranger to, to playing rugby over over on those shores. So it'll be um, it'll be good. It's a good center partnership for him. It was, it was really important that, that, that he was fit. So let's move on to the forwards now. And um, in the front row is uh, Andrew Porter, Dan Sheehan, and Michael Al- Alatoa. Second row, James Ryan and Jason Jenkins. And the back row, Ryan Baer, Josh Van Der Fleer, and Kaylin Doris. I love our second row. This is our, our uh, without, I'm not going to finish that sentence without jinxing <laughs> anything. This is our business end of the season second row. Um, seeing Jenkins up close and what he does for uh, for Ryan, as we, as we mentioned last week, is beautiful. It's great to watch live. Uh, front row, obviously, missing the big man. But Alato is no slouch. They play a different game. Um, so I think we've got to take that into account. Uh, I think starting with Sheehan um, means that Kelleher is going to be hungry later on in the game. I, you can sense how annoyed he was, uh, you know, with the injuries and things like that, and Sheehan kind of bringing it in. Again, they play a slightly different game. But Kelleher to come on, um, you know, Alato is – I think Alato is going to surprise us. I think the up front is, obviously, as usual, where the game's going to be won and lost. Uh, the back row is just majestic as always, um, you know, missing furlong. But I think I'm happy with it. You know what I mean? I'm I'm happy with it. I think the second row is going to do a big job this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. And we're going to, and one thing that interests me now is we're going to start to see Ryan Baird, uh, hopefully as we, as we want him to be in that sixth role, um, sort of, well, you could go back as far as Rocky Elson, but that, that aggressive, um, 
number six role and coming out from the from the he was kind of under Scott Fardy's wing almost over the years and he kind of yeah. brought him forward for that extra bit of not just the carrying not just the thing but you know getting involved getting stuck in getting under the skin and all that kind of stuff and uh, you you've said yourself on on this pod that he's angry that he's looking he's looking ready to play this kind of role so this is this is exactly the game where we'll hopefully start to see that you know uh, and we have we'll have two of them in the pack now with Jenkins so like yeah. it, it's rare that that happens not that we're talking about playing an illegal game no. but a monstrously aggressive uh well it's what we that... it's what we've been criticized for it's what, for failing over the past few years it's exactly yeah. that extra extra one percent or whatever at the top so uh yeah so two of these and two of these in the pack is going to be massive and, and the job they do behind that front row uh you know you, you almost might see them pushing in behind al alatoa mm. uh, and kind of not within the rules obviously but that's where uh rassing are going to aim obviously with with furlong out they're going to aim at that direction uh and you'd almost kind of go right let's 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 force everything up his side and see see what they do. If they if they get pushed back once on that side, they'll reset and have to rethink. So, yeah, definitely. Okay, so let's let's have a look at the bench now. And um, the front row on the bench is Ronan Kelleher, Ed Byrne, and Kean Healy. Uh, Ross Maloney and Jack Conan are the other forwards, and then it's rounded off by Luke McGrath, Harry Byrne, and Jamie Osborne. Yeah, it's a great bench. It's a very strong bench. Uh, you know, uh, even what we spoke about earlier on, thankfully Healy's there to come on, bring some experience. Osborne is, you know, Osborne, you've got Osborne, Jimmy O'Brien, there's a few other guys who are going for player of the year already, uh, but Osborne could go in there and slip in anywhere. Uh, he's a big boy. I didn't know how big he was until we watched him live uh, last week and he happened to come over to, to our side to say hello to his, his family. He's a big boy. And so you put, throw him, I know we're missing Henshaw on the midfield and Charlie's in there, but there's another big guy who can go in there too with experience, with a good boot on him. Uh, I'm happy with the bench. I'm actually, that's a, that's a, you know, that's a quarterfinal, semifinal bench. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, Jamie, I mean, Jamie Osborne, he's actually, he's had four starts for Leinster this season, all in different positions, yeah. which kind of makes him, I mean, we've got other options there, Jordan Larmer and stuff, but I think he is the way he's played and the way they've relied on him, And also that big left boot of his as well. Uh, I think he's played his way he could even start, but that 23 Jersey right now at this time is his career is perfect for him in mm -hmm. these matches. And uh, we could, we could definitely uh, be needing him in those closing stages as well, you know? So um, the, the, my, my biggest concern for Leinster, I think overall is uh, discipline. Uh, we've been shipping a lot of penalties in the last couple of weeks and uh, you know, anytime, but again, in these really big matches, the last thing you want to do is get the wrong side of the ref early, let, let, a, let a lot of penalties go and you'll find yourself uh, way too far behind, even too far behind for Leinster uh, to, to call it back. So overall discipline, discipline would be my biggest concern, but I'm sure, I'm sure they know that too. Oh, absolutely. And I prepared for that. I knew you were going to say that. Uh, and I had a look. Um, okay. Obviously there's three games in the difference, but there's, there's more penalties conceded uh in the in the same amount of games by Racing and there's less tries scored. So you know without going through them all, but they'll do it too. That, yeah. They 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 can be pressured into into uh, penalties as well, and a lot of them in their own half. Absolutely. Well, listen, uh, just talking about our opposition, let's let's move on to them. And we are, of course, talking about Racing 92 or Kata Um, as, as always, hopefully my graphics department to put their lineup on the screen. If you're listening to the pod, it's in the program notes. Now, they rested a lot of players in the top 14 last week against Toulon. And uh, so this looks like a very full strength squad. 100 percent uh there's some beautiful competition in there like you got russell v burn you've got loan i'm off i'm off which is a great name for a winger mm. um but if you look at the the front row it's you know as you as it happens when you're playing a top team 
it's monster v monster. Uh, and it's, you know, we know where they're going to aim at. They're going to aim at the perceived weak link on our side. So the job that uh, that Al Alatoa has to do is going to be massive. These are big boys. Their second row as well are, are a pair of bullies uh, who can play ball as well, which, which is going to be great uh, to see Jenkins and, and Ryan up against that. Uh, back row for back row. Look, they, a couple of those guys will get into a, a 15 from the, from the combined in back rows, but it's, it's going to be a fantastic dogfight, uh, certainly up front. Backline, some sexy players in there too, but I'm, I'm more worried about the pack, the pack situation. Yeah, I mean, just to talk about the back line a bit, um, I've been watching them all season and they do they do have a very dangerous uh, back three. Um, mm-hmm. This guy, Max Spring at 15, he reminds yeah. me of James Lowe in that he can, um, he can, you know, he every time he gets the ball, he's trying to make something happen and he can't and he has the ability to do it. So now on the, on the other hand, we've been really on point with our kicking game. We're not afraid to kick, but we've been really good with it, really accurate, finding grass when we need to be and doing it in the right way. So we'll need that to be where it is because any any stray uh in our any bad any poor kicks will be punished so i would have to be wary of that and um like you say up front they've got it they they, they, they do have a lot of aggressive forwards they've got to camille shah who has a neck and that can be seen from space um <laughs> you know, he's got all this going on and it's a very it's a very aggressive pack and they've got good so, good bench as well so um it's going to be an 80 definitely an 80 minute tussle for sure um now moving on to the officials uh, it's uh luke it's an english crew uh luke pierce is the referee and you see the um the replacements or the uh, assistants and TMO there. Now, as for the weather, the forecast for Saturday afternoon in, in Lav is meant, just meant to be cloudy, 70% chance of rain. So that'll make it interesting if, it, if it's a wet surface, um, kind of windy southern direction kind of kick. I don't know much about the conditions in the stadium there, but uh, hopefully that won't be a factor or it might even just level things out if it's like, like it is. So that's the weather. But now it's time to put our heads on the block and it's uh, time for predictions. And uh, so uh, how do you see it going? I think I think last week is is credit in the bank. I think there's a fearlessness in this team that uh, is is rarely there because we've rarely had to do that job. Uh, but it's going to be close, as we say, and I think it's going to be a late score. Um, I think it's going to be Leinster plus five with the score coming in the last ten minutes. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on the plus five. Um, I think we might actually establish, might go a bit differently. That might establish a lead and they'll call us back and we'll be uh, biting our nails in the last few minutes. But uh, it's uh, either way, it's 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 guaranteed to be close. Um, no room for error. It's real going to be real cup rugby. It's a real good way to start the competition. I really do think, I, might, I know I'm biased, whatever, but this really is the, the tie of the round. And, um, you know, it's, re- it's something definitely looking forward to. Now, we're just looking at the other provinces. They're all in action this weekend as well. So see what you think there. Uh, First of all, we got uh, Connett uh, kicking off their Challenge Cup against Newcastle. Because they're on a run now. That was a good game for them last week. Um, I, I'd love to see them turn over Newcastle. Uh, I think they will. I think there's mo- I think there's momentum. I think there's uh, for the first time in a long time they 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 are they feel like they're on a run. You can tell it's not just a couple of players; it's the entire squad. So you know, again, no one wants to go to the sports ground. You know, it's freezing in summer. So you know, I, I don't think anyone fancies it. I think if they can get get parity early. I think if they can push forward early, I don't think Newcastle will, would like it up them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I, I think Connick win. Yeah. Okay. And um, next one is uh, Ulster's uh, opening Champions Cup match. We had uh, Ian Frizzell on the pod a couple of weeks ago and he was talking about this game and he said, yeah, it's like we're, we're, we're evoking Enya. And I was like, what, what, what does that mean? That actually went, that actually sailed right over my head. But uh, he meant, 
he was going sail away, sail away, sail away. And I was like, okay, now, now I get it. Uh, sail sharks against Ulster. What do you, what do you think? This is going to be interesting because Ulster are, were on a run. They were doing well. And they, there was a, a fairly swift kick to the Leroy D last weekend. So it's going to be interesting to see how they come back. I haven't heard about Cooney. I don't know what the story is, but. Uh, he's on protocols. He's not playing this week. He's, he's on oh. the return to play protocols. Okay, well that's that's good to hear. Bad for them this weekend, but that's good to hear. Um, it's gonna. This is the test. This is what you want if you want to be a top team. You've had a bad week last week. You were sent home, long journey home. So let's see what they got. I want them to win. Um, I think they will squeak by. It might be a, a, a up the jumper. Let's just win by you know a small amount. But I think they'll get the job done. They're going to try and exercise some demons from from the RDS last week. Absolutely. And then finally, down in Tolman's, you've got um, you got Munster playing. We talk about Keen Healy um, sort of getting out of jail. That you've yeah. got Mr. DuPont has also is also playing for Toulouse. That's a big one for Munster. One hundred percent. And I have a challenge uh, for our Munster brothers and sisters: pack Coleman Park out, fill it up, line up outside early, get the songs going, start frightening the opposition on the in the stands in a nice way, just with volume, like you used to do. Support your team, get in there early, get the beers in early and really do your bit because your team needs you this weekend. Munster are um, con- continuing to put plasters over broken legs, but you are needed this weekend. And listen, cards on the table. We want Munster to win. We want Munster to perform. It doesn't. It's not in the locker. So it's up to you guys to push them to a point where they haven't been in a long time. So that's my challenge. I take no joy in a defeat this weekend. I want to see standing up and fight. I want to hear it and I want to enjoy it. So go do it. That's the challenge for you guys this weekend. And I'm not even, there's no slagging at the end of that. That's nope. all we want to see. No, genuine. Sure, if you did, I would have edited it out anyway. You know? <laughs> but still, no, and it's the first time, um, first game on RTE2 as well. It's interesting to yeah. see the Champions Cup. It's good to see that on the on, on free-to-air TV. And when it comes to um, when it comes to Munster, I mean, within this the Irish bubble, we might be saying Munster have been having their problems. But when it comes to outside it, everyone outside, everyone knows this is Munster in the Champions Cup at Thoman Park. Nobody's taking that for granted. Toulouse know that know what they're up against, and what Munster have to do is just bring it to them, and uh, that that's going to be a great match. Yeah, come on. Sorry, the last thing on that, you're absolutely right, and that's how the world sees Munster. But if they come out and Tolmond is three quarters full or half full, yeah, they think they've won already. So that's why I'm saying, get there early, fill those seats, make that noise, and make, let them know from the warm up that they're in a cauldron. And they've got to rethink everything. And that's going to galvanize your team. So go do that. We did it last week when our team went down. They've got to do it this week. Absolutely. Well, listen, man, we're going to leave it there. Thanks. Thanks to me and Kiko for, for joining me today. I hope it's a lot of good rugby this week. And I hope you enjoy it, sir. Absolutely. Stay warm, everybody. And to the viewers and listeners, be sure to enjoy the match wherever you are. And if you want to get involved in the conversation during the match, we're covering it on Mastodon these days. So why don't you join us there before heading to the Facebook page for your final thoughts. We'll share all the best comments on our wrap-up pod this Sunday evening. In the meantime, stay safe, everyone. Salon.